Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, Ksubas Daf Chavdala, the eight-minute Daf. Today, we're going to learn some new Musagim concepts in Gemara and many other things. We're going to learn about Goimlim, Drardimamayna, and other things. But before we do that, the Gemara goes through the different Mishnahs that we learned, the quick Chazara, and what we learned until now. We're learning about the concept of Apesha Asar, Apesha Yitir. If somebody is believed to make an Isser on themselves or on others, and touch the Dibur within a few seconds, they explain it, then they can make a Heter. We learned this concept even when there's no Drara de Mamayna. What does Drara de Mamayna mean? When there's a monetary loss. In other words, we had the Mishnah when two Adam testified, this is our signature. However, we had a gun put to our heads. We were Anusim. Over there, there's no monetary loss to them. But on the flip side, sometimes you could say when it has to do with you personally. Like, for instance, the Mishnah, where I purchased the field from your father. Now, if I don't say from your father, I just say your father owned the field beforehand, then there's a monetary loss, but it's also personal because now I want that field for myself. We have the other mission of Ishasish. I used to be Ishasish, but today I'm divorced. Over here we have an Isser. It's not a monetary loss. So the mission has to tell us that you say Apeshwasar even in this case. What about the Mishnah about a captive woman? She says, I was captured, I was kidnapped, but I'm Tahar. Well, according to one of the Manda Amram that we had earlier, the Chiddush would be on the other case, when there's two captive women, and one says the other one is Tahar, and that other one in return says that the first one is Tahar. Now we're not concerned for Goimlin. There's the new concept, Goimlin, which is collusion. It makes a lot of sense that I'm going to say that you're tar, and in return, you're going to say that I'm tar. May we have collusion going on here. We're not chayish shehitir. Now, what about our Mishnah? We have two men. Each one testifies about himself and the other. I'm a kain, and so is my friend. And the other one says, he's a kain, and so is my friend. They're not believed for yuchsin and for truma. In other words, if there's an important woman that has good yichos, let's say she's the daughter of a kain, she can't marry them because they're not trusted. Same thing would apply for truma. They can't eat truma based on that testimony. But according to Chachamim, they are believed. According to Yehuda, in order so that there shouldn't be a problem with, of collusion, you need three people. And two testify on one. And then they go just in a circle. Each two testify on another one. There's no problem of gaimah. We find by a camel driver who comes in with his grain. According to Rabbi Yehuda, he's believed to say, my grain, there's no trumus of maestris, my grain is inferior, it's not dried out yet, but my friend's is dried grain and is trumus of maestris. What about collusion? The reason why we believe him in this case is because when it comes to demai, we were makel. We went easy on them. Chachamim say we have to be machmer, we have to be concerned of collusion here. Because since they're there with their tools, in other words, the tools that they sell the grain, it's obvious that they came to sell the grain. So then why are they saying that their grain is inferior? Because of collusion. It's trickery. Same thing we say by a pottery seller who happens to be a chaver. 
Chavar, somebody who is very careful with Toma, everything he eats, even when he eats Chulen, not Kachim, he makes sure that everything is Tar. So his pottery starts out being Tar. He put his pottery on the street, but he got thirsty, so he went to fetch some water. But we're not sure what happened while he was away. Maybe some person that had Toma came and touched his pottery and made him Toma. So over here we say this idea that if he has his tools with him, in other words, you could tell that he's trying to sell his pottery. So people that walk by, they're under the assumption that he's selling the pottery and that it's okay to touch his pottery. And therefore, since we don't know who touched it, everything becomes Tomei. But if he doesn't have his tools with him, no one's going to touch his pottery. And therefore, everything is tar. We have a case where some of it is tar, some of it isn't. When his pottery is next to the Rishasarabim, by the buffer. So the outer pottery, the ones that are closest to the Rishasarabim, they become Tame because perhaps the clothing of the Amar is Mitama in the ear was Mitama the pottery. Another Peshat Gemara tells us is that according to Rabbi Huda, we're not concerned about Goimlam at all. Over here we're concerned if we allow somebody to eat Truma based on a single aid, well that's a problem. Because now people are going to see me eating Truma they'll associate that with Yuchsen and marry him. So that's the Machlaikas, whether we could rely on one aid or not. The same thing we have a Machlaikas, if you see somebody's name in a star and it says, let's say, Ruvain Hakayin borrowed money from Shimon. And the fact that it says Hakayin, do we see from here that he's a Kayin? The Machlaikas says, those who signed in the document, are they just signing about the loan and the amount of the loan, or they go into the details of the loan? Perhaps, they looked into it and they saw that he's a Kayan and based on that star, they can marry into him. Or they can marry him. What about Duchening, Birkus Kehanim, Nisiyas Kapayim? Could you marry somebody based on the fact that he does Duchening in Shul? On the one hand, Nisiyas Kapayim, Duchening, is only an Asay. If somebody is over on it, he's only over on an Asay, not on a Misa. On the flip side, you have to have a lot of audacity to get up there and duchen when you're not a kayin. You're doing it before Hesse, whereas Truma, you eat privately. People might notice, they might recognize him, that he's not a kayin. Yomar tells us we cannot bring a raya from the Bryce that says, G'doyla chazaka. Chazaka is very powerful. That it says in the Pasuk that Nehemiah, when people came back with Ezra from Galus, from Babel, and they didn't have proof that they are Kayanim. He said, you cannot eat Kachim. You can't eat from the Karbanas, but you could eat Truma. Now, perhaps the reason why they could eat the Truma is because they ate Truma in Babel, in Gullah. So they continue eating. So you see that the Chazak is very strong. Gemara tells us, no. The reason why the Chazaka is actually weak. Why is the Chazaka weak? Because all the other Kayanim, everybody knows that they're not eating Kachim. So we're not concerned that they are going to go ahead and marry and use that for, for Yichos just because they're eating Truma, because people know that they're not eating Kachim. And we have a Machlaikis by Truma, whether it's their rice or not. Have a wonderful day.